I just randomly like decided I was like I want to be Gritty's baby girl like <laughs> and then it was Gritty's so gritty. Remy girl because of um what was his name the one eye dude uh I'm like hey she's fun oh yes uh I saw him at uh um, yes he would say Remy girl so like Lauren and I would call ourselves Remy girls <laughs> and like <laughs> And, uh... Uh, why not? Fuck it. Hey, welcome to 2020 and another episode of Fucking Fine. I'll see you soon. I bet you thought you were off the hook this year, but <laughs> joke's on you. Today... It's the first of the year, if you're listening, on the first of the year when the episode is released. If not, you're in a new year, guys. Welcome. It's exciting. Um, But today is the last day of my 27th year of life. My birthday's tomorrow, so a little shout-out to little me. (laughs) Um, Last decade. The last decade has gone... Very quickly, but also very slowly. Ten years ago, I was in high school. I was turning 18. And I was getting ready to go to, to select a college to go to. Um, I was uh, still a virgin. <laughs> There's so many things that have happened. I was still a straight girl. Oh, my God. Just thinking about it is bizarre. Um, I wanted to do a fucking fact check, um, a couple of them. So I had talked about on Stephen Shinneman's episode a Hulu movie. I said it's something about masks is what it was called, but that is not the fact. The fact is it's called Nasty Piece of Work. It was a deliciously interesting horror movie. Um, The other fact check I have for you guys is the host of Astro Poets, um, Dorothea. She's an Aries, not a Taurus. So just wanted to correct myself. Um, I just, I I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm sure we can all relate. One of my biggest pet peeves is driving during the holidays. Because nobody on the road knows how to drive. I don't know if it's like the elderly people that never drive or just like people come out of the woodwork, man. So like we're out of that phase now. It's over. The holidays are over, y'all. Thank God. So before we get started, I just want to encourage you to think about where you were a decade ago. You could have been in a better place. You could have been in a worse place. I think most of us are doing better even though the state of the world might be terrifyingly worse. (laughs) But you never know. It's all about perspective. All right, this episode, I have an awesome co-host, Nicole Burkett. She is um, super, super positive and is helping us ring in the new year with like an awesome perspective on things. So without further ado, my co-host. So yeah, I've just been like... Well, I went in the gym, I was walking, and I ate. Gotta work at it. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. First one, like, in months. <laughs> Maybe years. I was doing good with my dog walks, and then at Christmas time, 
I was like drinking all the time and then I was dog sitting but they had a yard Mm -hmm. which is cool Mm -hmm. but like I like to walk the dog on like a yeah on the yeah yeah, whatever on the street whatever and I didn't walk at all so I was like I'm just gonna sit here and drink yeah because I don't like working out in like gyms like I just can't I'm like bored like unless it's a workout class I could do that I'm all right with that Mm -hmm. but like I need to like be at like Tyler State Park and yeah. like on a trail with the trees. When I was in college, we had like a track above the, <clears throat> excuse me, above the basketball mm-hmm. court, and yeah. that was cool. But that was because like me and my friend would run so and like you would have like a buddy. Yeah, and then you could like show off that you were at the gym because <laughs> you know like other people from classes or around campus were there. Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, look at me, I'm actually working out, and then. I moved off campus and, like, barely did it after that. So. I did. When I was in college, I would go to the gym, like, every single day, obsessively, mm-hmm. like, run six miles a day, like, yeah. when I go oh back. Oh, my God. I know. It was crazy. It was, like, more, like, anxiety-based, honestly. Like, yeah. um, it was, like, almost abusive, like, trying to, like, express, like, some... energy or emotion no I feel you but I ran a mile every day and two on Fridays and people would be like whoa that's a lot yeah six miles miles a day yeah it wasn't healthy though like it hurt and like I would come back I would smoke a bunch of weed (laughs) and I would like lay down and just like breathe and then um paint and paint. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a healthy outlet. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was processing it, yeah. figuring it out, <laughs> figuring out how to deal with my emotions in a healthy way. So, who are you? I am Nicole, also known as uh, Grandmother Willow, yeah. or <laughs> as previously mentioned in a previous podcast, um, uh, also known as Nikki Lambo. Nikki Lambo. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my, like, I'm going out. Like. Oh, that's your alter ego? Mm-hmm. I guess. But, like, <laughs> if you, like, really know me, like, Nikki Lambo is actually, like, like the real me. Like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> like, Nicole's, like, the girl that's in school. Like, yeah, yeah, the Nikki persona like, that you put mm-hmm. on to the professional. Yes, yes. Okay. At school, at work, whatever. Like Nikki Lambo is like normally how I am. <laughs> your your brother probably your brother would know Nikki Lambo. He should. I don't feel like I know Nikki Lambo. Yeah, you you don't. Um, <laughs> how old are you? Twenty five. And yeah, so well, we'll get to that. Um, what's your what's your sign? I was trying to think on the way down here. I am a Virgo. Virgo. Yeah, you don't really like Virgos, or you have. Some uh, I tension. Have, I love Vir- I do. Some of my best friends are Virgos, mm. but I go through, like, these weird waves because the problem for me with Virgos is they're very, like, caring and mm-hmm. motherly and overly concerned. Uh-huh. And I am so, like, independent and trying to prove that I am independent. Mm. So, like, a lot of my Virgos will just, like, tuck my tag in my shirt. Uh-huh. And I'm like, don't, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch me. Yeah. Like, tell me my tag is uh-huh. sticking out. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Where they're like straight and you know whatever whatever just like go for it and I'm like I have a mom I don't need you Uh to touch me (laughs) that makes sense my little sister my little sister is always like I don't need a mom I need a sister yeah yeah but I mean I like I don't I'm not like a physical person like if you see I'm like on the very corner of the bed (laughs) like I don't like to be like physically close to people or like touch people so Mm -hmm. I won't do that but I am like I'm like, let me give you a platter of food. Like, I am. You like, asked if I wanted snacks. Yeah, so we walked. In. Yeah, do you want snacks? Like, I'm always like, 
normally like I'll have a drink in my hand and food in my hand and be like, here you go. Like, I hope you feel happy. And like my my one friend, Rick, Kate, the one, the second Kate that guested, she, Mm -hmm. um, Every, she'll be like, do you want a beer? Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying not to drink, yeah, right? Yeah, I am too. And I know, like, <laughs> I feel like whenever, sometimes we talk on social media yeah. and it's like, I'm trying to be sober right now and be like, yeah, me too. Like, yeah, and then like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> same. No, it's just, like. But I read this, um, not to detract or anything, mm-hmm. but I read this, um, t- it was like eight, 17 ways to become a better person in mm-hmm. 2020 on New York. New York Times, mm-hmm. and it was like you know op-ed type thing, uh-huh. but um, some of them were like stupid, like don't be social and like mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's a little tricky, but that's for a certain crowd of people. Sure. Mm-hmm. But the one was um, take a break from alcohol, and they said that a lot of our generation, I think, because of the time, because we did grow up in like a depression, mm-hmm. like or when yeah, college, yeah, there was, when we started. Well, you're a little yeah, young, but, but the recession, time, like my dad yeah. lost his job, like right. Right. We did. And I think that going to college in that time, it was like free for all. Because mm-hmm. normally you drink, but mm-hmm. we were drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of my classmates were like, I commented to somebody on Facebook the other day. I was like, I used to drink at 8 a.m. chemistry class with vodka in my coffee every fucking Friday. Like that is not no. normal. Me- so I think we're kind of realizing that it's not normal mm-hmm. and like seeing like, okay, now that we're in our mid to late twenties, mm-hmm. almost 30, like, okay, this is not like a good Yeah, it's sign. not good for my liver. Yeah. Like, yeah. So one of the things was like, take a break. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's, that's going to be about the extent of mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to ever do AA or yeah. anything like that, but I definitely am like learning to moderate. But yeah. I'm a bingy person. Yes. No, me too. Like I can... Like, I actually stopped drinking for a while. I was having stomach issues, so I wasn't drinking. Which can relate. Yes. And, um, but, so I I wasn't drinking, and then, like, my stomach's been better. Mm -hmm. The holidays have been going, Mm -hmm. and I have been drunk every single day. Like, (laughs) like, if I wasn't drunk, I had, like, a little buzz. Like, yesterday, I, like... I would have I would have kept drinking, but I went to the movies with my boyfriend, so yeah, I was the driver. He had to smoke, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "You were drunk last night, and I drove, so you get to right. you get to drive me tonight." But I would have been drunk though if, if I could have been. God bless your soul. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't hate Virgos. I just have a Virgo grandmother mm. and mother, so I feel super overly mm-hmm. mothered. My dad is a Gemini, mm-hmm. so I think like. I lean towards the Gemini side mm-hmm. of things because they're kind of just like, I'll take care of you if you need it, but you can handle it, like deal Makes with it. Sense. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather be like independent. But then at the same time, I cry when my mom doesn't help me with uh-huh. things. So like, I, I don't know. But you, it needs to be on your terms. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. I'm like, yeah. help me when I ask for so, But what, see... The point was to say that my friend will always offer me beer, mm-hmm. and then she'll be like, are you sure you don't want a beer? And I'm like, no, I do want a beer, uh-huh. but if you keep offering it, I'm going to take it. I'm uh-huh. going to ruin my whole fucking diet. Yeah. And like, ugh, love her to that. Yeah. <laughs> so how did we meet? Oh, um, I was a freshman on the soccer team. You were only there for like a hot second. I was actually pretty upset. You were like the only girl that like, was like welcome. You didn't play until my senior year? Yeah, it was your senior year. I was a freshman, you were a senior. 
See, that's why I always had a hard time because I was like, I don't remember playing with Yeah, it. that's why you don't know Nikki Lambo, but. <laughs> True that. Um, but I probably wouldn't have been like that on the team anyways. Well, maybe if you were on the team still then. But I the remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you played on it. <laughs> no, I, I only played on it for a year. Then I got my first concussion. And Dur- how did you get your first concussion? Okay, so what was the assistant soccer coach's name? I don't know if it matters, but. Well, see, that's why I kind of why I left mm-hmm. because I was in the worst fucking time. The volleyball coach left me. The Aww. fucking soccer coach. Like, every time I have, like, a male um, figure in my life that is not my dad, they end up leaving, Aww. which is probably a lot to do with my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> like, the people that I admire. Aww. Like, it, so Daly was our coach, and then he ended up leaving. And Diana, I think, old, took over. Mm-hmm. But it could have been her or It was Nicole. Nicole. Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. But her assistant, I don't know, Slavic? Yes! Yes. She was a very cool person. Yeah, she was. She was chill. But she kicked the ball super high, and I was supposed to head it in. And when I went to head it in, it more of just, like, hit my head. Yeah. You know, you would think, like, it's just a head ball, whatever. Like, but the way, I guess, like, how high the ball was coming, how it came at me. They come down hard and fast. Yeah. And, like, really, I remember, like, looking up, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. but I was an overachiever, and I was like, I got to prove myself. I'm yeah. a freshman. Let this hit me in the face and get, and it went it went in the net. But. Oh, dope. Yeah. So it they was, were like. It was only practice. They were like, it was only practice. <laughs> they were like, oh, my God. They were amazed. And I was like, yeah. But then, um, like, the next day, like, I was like, whoa. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Like, I, like, my balance was messed up. I had such a bad headache. I was, like, sick. My math teacher, Mr. L, mm-hmm. Lacombar. I know, me too. <laughs> Honey, my mom has a crush on him. Really? Like, yeah, well, she like, would always... silver fox. That's what she would always call him. <laughs> she would be like, ooh, your silver fox teacher. My friend dates this kid that's, like, best friends with his son. Mm. And I'm like, take me to a party right? that he's at. Because, like, if my kids have them jeans... Right? Like, he's in a relationship, uh, so, like... I mean, things could change, though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't, like, get in the middle of it, but you no, never no, no, know. No. I'll just show yeah. my face, and yeah. then he might find his true love. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, he actually sent me to the nurse's office because he was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Nicole? Like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And then the nurse actually, like, called my dad and, like, had me get picked up. Like, I couldn't deal with light. Like, Ooh. I was just, like, messed up. And I remember my dad, because it was, we had a scrimmage that day, too, and he was like, oh, come on, like, brush it off, like, you right. can, you, like, this is your first varsity game, like, this is so important. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, and, like, I'm, like, messed up. So I went to the doctors, and they did, like, the whole, like, concussion test, and, like, I, like, failed it, and they were like, hmm, like, did you hit your head? Like, you're messed up. Yeah. Neurologically, you're not going so well. Yeah. And I was like, no. And I was like, oh, wait, I did do this really high head ball. Yeah. And then. Well, I know Brooke Edwards had, like, seven concussions. Yeah, I've had from, nine total. Yeah. Like, one was from a car accident, one was from a wine bottle. Oh, my God. Um, but, like, four were from soccer. Yeah. 
And it's like, once you get one, it's like, they make fun of me. They're like, if a feather falls on my head, yeah, yeah, like, I'm going to have a concussion. But Yeah, dude, that's a, that's no joke. So you have memory issues now? Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like more communication issues than memory. Like, like I have self-diagnosed aphasia. <laughs> but, okay. Like, I never went and, like, went to the neurologist and had them test my ability to communicate. But it's like remembering the words and like pulling the words together and expressing them so like if i'm in a room and i mean everyone has this to like some level everything right, spectrum I can relate, but i'm sure it's yeah. not nearly as severe or... yeah and it, it's just like like i can tell and like people around me can just tell the difference of like where i was before and like where i am now right like right it's like i basically got a concussion like if you divide it out like every year from the time that I was like 15 till now, like one a year. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. insane. Um, so what are you doing? What you do now? Um, I am painting a lot. So I, I recently just left uh, the corporate medical field. I was a director of social services and I was like having panic attacks a lot and like just realized it wasn't my thing like mm -hmm. the, especially like the corporate part of it like you know I realized like you know this is not where you actually want to be if you want to be helping people I mean maybe for some people but for me like like I was having to deal with like people who were homeless and drug addicts and stuff they were coming in for like short-term rehab and I'd have to be like you have to leave like so just kind of like processing type stuff or well so it, it was a nursing home, so it was supposed to be, like, elderly people, but, like, homeless people will get sick. Mm -hmm. Like, they'll get hurt or something. They'll go to the hospital, and then the hospital will send them to, like, our centers. Okay. And they're supposed to only be there for, sh like, a couple weeks to rehab and then go back out to the streets. And they didn't want to leave. Like, this is, like, a warm, sheltered, right. nice place. Like, they would be crying, and, like, I would be, like... They, they would be like, Nicole, you got to get him out of here. So you're like, the face-to-face -face contact yes, that had to do that. Yes, Oh, yeah. my God. So, like, I was having to do that all the time. I hated it, hated it. And I'd be like, I would, like, tell them. I was like, I trust me. Like, I don't want you to leave. And, right. like, like... Um, and then I Dude, was, I could never. I could never. It was, it was pretty terrible. Um, I mean, the first place I worked at wasn't as bad in that sense, but... The first place I worked at, I just started working there. The director left. She got promoted. And then the other social worker just quit. So I was all by myself for six months in, like, a 200-something bed facility. Like, the only person, like, trying to take care of, like, all the people. But in that place, like, they didn't really care as much if, like, people left or people stayed. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they were homeless, it was kind of like, if they're nice, I don't care. So Right. And technically, you're not allowed to make anyone leave, too. So, fun fact, like... Interesting. Yeah. Like, there's all these... So, that's a t difficult thing, too. So, there would be people that would be, like, shooting up. And it's, like... Um, you could get, like, in a lot of trouble. Like, the state can get called on you if, like, someone's, like, saying, like, you have to leave and forcing you to leave. Like Right. Like, residents have rights. You have to get a 30-day notice. It's just like getting evicted from an apartment. Okay. So, like, 
But are these people making payments, or is this no. like an insurance covered thing? It, insurance will cover, and then you can apply for like a, a state grant application. So okay. They would go into like Medicaid pending, so that was when the application was done. But a lot of times, what they were falling into now, like before, like everyone would kind of get approved for it, mm-hmm. but then too many people were getting approved for right. it. And now, like, they were getting really strict with it. So they were like, these people have to be out of here or else we're not going to make money. Yeah. And it's like... Dude, I, I just totally different, not even as close to, like, the emotional toll that it took on you. But when yeah. I worked in the foreclosure industry, I would have to call vendors, you know, contractors, whatever, mm-hmm. people that specialized in mold removal or whatever Mm -hmm. and tell them to put out a bid for certain work Mm -hmm. at at these properties to get them sellable so we were in like in between a rock and a hard place because you got the fucking banks that don't want to pay for shit yeah that don't understand they're just looking at pictures we're just looking at pictures because we're sitting in bristol pa Mm -hmm. and then we had houses all over 50 states and then like one of the islands we had on on Hawaii, like, there's one dude in the whole fucking, and he's visiting his family on, on continental mm-hmm. U.S., so, like, we can't get this property done, and we're getting hammered down on. So oh there was that gosh. shitty aspect of it. Then you had our relationship with the vendors, and we would have to call people and try to get them, like, negotiate to lower their price for things, and they're like... You know, some of these people are mom and pop, you know, like father-son duos that are just trying to provide for their family. Mm -hmm. And we we burned so many fucking bridges with people because... Is that why it closed? (laughs) Because they they closed? closed? Yeah, they're not even... Oh, they moved. They moved. I probably couldn't afford the fucking rent there because I hear it's quite pricey, but... Mm -hmm. Or just wanted to cut corners. That's why I got laid off. Oh, so, but blessings, because I was revamping my resume. And I was like, I cannot, it was so fucking, and they told me, um, before I got laid off, this wasn't the reason I got laid off, because it wasn't fired. Like, mm-hmm. I did get unemployment. Like, yeah. It was just like, we need to reduce, our numbers weren't uh-huh. great. And I'm like, that's bullshit, because I'm the strongest person next to my boss on uh-huh. this team. So, whatever. But I think they knew that I was, like, over it anyway. And my degree is in journalism. What yeah. am I doing? Doing yeah. And um, they were like, a week before, you know, you're creating a toxic work environment. I'm like, the whole environment is toxic. Right. We're dealing with homes where people got kicked out of yeah. them. Like, what the fuck exactly. are you talking about? Like, I don't like this. I don't mm-hmm. like underpaying contractors for double the work. And mm-hmm. I know that we are, but why are we doing this? Why mm-hmm. is this a thing? Anyway. No, so I can kind of relate. It's totally toxic different, work. But being no, face but to face with people, like, mm-hmm. I just dealt with people over the phone, like, and, I, and like, money, not to do with their actual homes. Mm-hmm. Like, holy fuck. And people would be like, Nicole, you just have to, like, disassociate. And I would. Like, I literally, like, I would go to work and be like, all right, like, I'm disassociating. I'm just getting my job done. And it was just, like, soul-sucking. But like, I feel I like you're it. such an empath. I am. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's hard. Like, I would, like, I would just feel sick all the time. Like, I really, I got really, really sick. Like... I did it for a year and a half, and then, like, the last bit of it, like, this place that I was recently at was, like, at, was kind of, like, the worst one. It had, like, the most complex uh, residents that would be coming there. Um, like, I was having to search rooms for heroin and shit. Like, it's just scary. Yeah, and I would, I would find it and be, like, and I, they would send me, they would be, like, me, me, little Nicole, like, <laughs> 
excuse me, you're going to have to leave the premises of this building. Right. Like, why don't you have a goddamn security? Right? Like a bouncer. And it felt, <laughs> no, really. And it, it, like, I felt, like, it felt dangerous. Like, there, it just was toxic. But, yeah. yes, I'm such an empath. And, like, eventually, just, like, I literally, I made my mom take me to the ER because I thought I was dying. Like, I kept thinking, like, and feeling like I was dying. Like, my stomach was messed up. I felt like I couldn't breathe, like tingling in my arms, and it really was just like bad anxiety. All that fucking yeah. nasty energy projecting yeah. itself. I yeah. feel you. And like I was kind of at now I'm like, wow, it's kind of like a superpower. Now I know, like, whenever I feel that way, it's like, all right, get out of here. Like, don't ignore like what your body's like yes. communicating to you. I mean, I did end up getting an endoscopy or however you say it. And I know. Whatever, yeah. I'm not good with the medical Yeah, plans. But, um, so I swallowed a camera, and I do have a hiatal hernia, so I did have something wrong with my stomach, but, like, now that I'm out of there, I'm, like, eating cheeseburgers again and drinking wine, and I'm fine. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> aren't hernias, like, stress-induced? I think they can be. I don't really know. I tried, like, figuring out what causes a hiatal hernia, and I didn't really get... Are, but mm-hmm. I'm, it probably is. Yeah. Like, it's just part of your stomach is, like, above your diaphragm. That's what that is. Huh. Yeah. That's wild. Right? So it just causes some, like, indigestion and acid reflux. But yeah. I left there. I just, I did the, what you did. I just, I loved that you wrote that uh, blog <laughs> about how you quit your job without a job. Because I was thinking about it. Like, when, when I saw that, I was like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Like, I might do it. Like, I went yeah. back and forth about it for so long because Kevin and I, my boyfriend, like, we moved into my parents' house to get a house. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm making enough money so we can have a house. Right. I was like, sorry, bro. I'm not going to have to wait. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. make it to the house if I'm like, but yeah, so I left. I left the toxic workplace and uh, without having a job lined up. And luckily, though, like, I had to give a one-month notice, so within that month, by the end of that month, I found a job uh, at a Montessori school as a classroom assistant. It's only part-time, but Mm -hmm. I work part-time at Penelope Fox Art Studio in Bristol. Which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it there. She's so cool. Yeah, she's awesome. I did a wine paint night with her, like, right before couple months before I got laid off, my boss and my coworker and I went. Aww. Two of my coworkers. She's the best. And, uh, yeah, it was so fun. She put up with our bullshit because we were, like, really wine drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she was so sweet. She is. She was going to come up here today, and we were going to practice uh, face painting. We're gonna, oh. That's going to be a new thing we're going to offer eventually. So That's cool. That's a good mm-hmm. market to get into for, like, children's parties yeah. and stuff like that. And she's, like... So cool. So I work there part-time, too, and then I do my own painting stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, she'll, she's, like, just so supportive. Like, like I'm like, I have, like, an idea about doing this. And she's like, yeah, like, let's do it. Let's set up a meeting. And, like, we'll yeah. meet at, like, Calm Waters or King George. And, like, we'll, like, talk about what we want to do. We write down our list and we start planning. And yeah. It's, it's just, like, working for, like, small businesses. Like, yes. That's where it's at. And the, yeah. the new place that I'm working at, too, in the Montessori school, it's a private school, but it's, like, a mom and her son. And um, Where is this? Um, it's in, like, a Methodist church. They rent this space. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I just didn't know there were any around us. Well, I went to a Montessori school. Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, there's Bucks County Montessori Charter School, so it's a charter school, too, so um, people don't have to pay for it. That's awesome. Um, Interesting. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was, like, a bougie rich person thing to have. Well, it normally is, because, like, normally it's a private school. Right. So normally it's pretty pricey, but since it was a charter school, right. I was able to go and... That's awesome. So, do you like what you do now? And oh, I do. You're, you're... Yeah. Like, I feel like a hundred million times percent better. Like, I say my worst days there are, like, my best days. Like, not even close to my best. Like, yeah. my best days are still, like... I feel you on that. Like, from the foreclosure place. When I started working as a personal assistant, it was great, but the, it just trickled down, like, mm-hmm. slowly and slowly, and then it was becoming a nanny, and then, like, and I have the utmost respect for the woman, mm-hmm. like, God bless her, but it was just not, like, my mental state was, like, fucking... And then yeah. the other aspect of it, too, was I'd gotten a contract position doing what I love. Mm-hmm. I was taking, which, I mean, this isn't creative at all, but I was taking HR policies and turning them into, like, web-ready. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of these, like, outlines of, like, 1.1, 1.2, and then making them, like, readable things that mm-hmm. you could understand about dress code or, like, oh. you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's editing in a way. So I thought it was, like, super cool. And then I got to put them on the fucking website. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, this is, like, um, could I do it every day of my life? No, I'd probably get But miserable. it was, like, a cool, Yeah, fresh. and it was a month, and mm-hmm. I got paid so fucking much money in that Ooh. month. Like, I paid off my credit card bill. I, like, paid my car in Shit. advance. Like, it was awesome. Um, and I was driving just as far as I took my boss to work every day. And then after that ended, I was, like, hoping for, a poss- po- like, a possible extension, but it was obviously a contract position because they had extra money, and mm. it was a project-based mm-hmm. thing, and I finished the project. So um, after that ended, and, like... The holidays are over. My birthday is actually after the day after this comes out. So, like, everything is all on January 2nd. Oh, okay. So, everything is all boom, 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 Mm -hmm. boom, boom, fun, fun, friends. Let's go out and party. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, I'm broke. And I'm like, I have nothing to look forward to now. So, yeah, I got super fucking miserable. And I went on a ton of job interviews. And nothing ever panned out. And she kept telling me, like, I'll help you get a job. Because she's a fucking research doctor. Oh, wow. So, she was like, I'll help you get a job. I'll help help you get... Right? (laughs) And she couldn't... I oh I, I'll give your card to this person I'll give your card to that per- and I'm like you're not helping me at all yeah now the work is increased my hours haven't because I've learned the job and I'm more efficient and I understand and I just mm-hmm. got like I gained so much weight back because I would mm-hmm. go home from working with her in the morning mm-hmm. it would be like ten o'clock in the morning and I would get stoned and just eat all day mm-hmm. so then I gained all this weight back that mm-hmm. I lost and I was just in such a funk and when was that. That was the, be- I mean, that was the beginning of pretty this much year. the whole year. Oh, okay. I mean, until I quit. <laughs> until today. Until, <laughs> until like an hour ago. Yeah. No, until I quit. And then, um, yeah, I really, as soon as I quit, like one door closes, another door opens, the dog shit picked up mm-hmm. so that I'm making more than I did because I didn't have to turn stuff down because mm-hmm. of her hours. And that's how I am, like with the painting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I just got a bunch of orders for Christmas. Like normally I'm not like, asking for orders or like right or I'm turning people down like uh like I'm too tired like I can't right, like right now 
it's like, oh, I got this time. Right. I got this energy. Like, right. Exactly. That's exactly. It's, fucking podcast started mm-hmm. I blog more mm-hmm. like every project that I wanted to work on and my freelance picked up so like everything compensated mm-hmm. and I'm like this is how I know that wasn't right for me yeah and I was so scared for so long my friend Amy kept telling me she's like girl you gotta leave like, yeah you have to fucking leave her and I'm like but I feel bad it's like breaking up with someone it really like was. was a bad relationship it really like, was toxic at the mm-hmm. end and her her family um bless their hearts good people right Mm -hmm. intentions Um, but her family was all going through some sorts of health issues she Mm -hmm. had severe health issues which Mm -hmm. is why I was hired in the first place and I became a therapist Mm -hmm. and I'm like you gotta pay me more yeah (laughs) I can't listen and she I I shit you not one day I might have said this on the podcast before but one day I went I probably don't remember (laughs) (laughs) one day I went in and she was like Hi, how are you? So you'll never believe. Like, literally. Yeah, like, she did not even skip a beat. Uh-huh. And I just kind of looked at her, like... But she was, like, legally blind. So uh, <laughs> she didn't see me looking at her. I was just kind of, like... Uh. I'm, like, washing her dishes. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. Anywho. Are you more, so. like, the type, though, that would, like, speak up? Like, in that situation, like, I always tend to be, like, the doormat. Or, like, it takes me a while to finally be, like, you know what? I don't really feel like you're respecting me. So like, here's how it went down. I am the, mo- and I'm very ashamed of this, but I shouldn't be. Uh-huh. And a lot of friends told me like, you do what you have to do. Um, but I'm like the most confrontational, non-confrontational person. Uh-huh. I'm the epitome of passive aggressive. So like, I'll look at you uh-huh. or like, I'll roll my eyes or like, I'll shut down mm-hmm. and then blow the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, but so I, the last week, it was very, I was, like, drunk all the time mm-hmm. in times that I should not have been. Well, you were trying like, to cope. I was, de- it was my only coping mechanism. I was dog sitting, so I wasn't at home either. So, mm-hmm. like, not being accountable, like, being by myself, I was like, okay, this is just a fucking free-for-all. Mm-hmm. I did some coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are just like, having fun. I, no, not even having fun. Just, trying like, numb, 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 mm-hmm. numb, numb, numb this fucking feeling. Mm-hmm. So... I wrote a letter. I worked for her that Friday, and she's Jewish, so her her Fridays are Sabbath. Or oh, they Friday can't like use Saturday Sabbath. Yeah, right. They mm-hmm. can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like it's all on. Like she she's like she would call herself Flexidox. So like she would mm-hmm. leave the TV on, but on a timer. But like you couldn't turn on or off lights. Mm-hmm. Like if they were on, they were on. Like mm-hmm. the phone turned off. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, great. I'm going to give her a full day to process this (laughs) shit. So I left on Friday, and she was like, could you possibly come Sunday? I'm like, bitch, no. You said that? No, no, I did not say that. (laughs) Everybody thinks when I say that, when I'm like, I'm like, no. In my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I was like, honestly, I I think it's just a little too much for Uh me right now. And, like, she could tell I was down all uh-huh. week. That's why, in the beginning, it was great. Like, I'd have Shabbos dinner with them. Like, we had a good connection. It just she, kind of... She told me she felt like I was depressed, and I was like, yeah, I would say so. Like, mm-hmm. we had a very good communication, mm-hmm. and then she got so wrapped up in her life, which is fine, but, yeah. like, I am a human with a family and a life, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I wrote her this three-page letter, and I put it in huge font because I was considerate of the fact that she was legally blind, <laughs> And um, basically called her out for every fucking thing. But I also said the things that I've said. Like, I Mm -hmm. love 
I love you and your daughter. Mm-hmm. I am very sorry. I feel guilty. But I'm like, I am at the point right now where either I leave and try to work on myself or I go to rehab. Yeah. Because, like, this is not acceptable. Yeah. And like you were carrying too much of yeah her stuff. of her damage yeah. and like I am fucked up yeah and like I mean we all are yeah but like I need to work on this right now mm-hmm. instead of having you dump all well, of that on me well like I always get I always like want everyone to like go to therapy and like work on themselves because I get mad because I tend to be like in that situation yeah. where you're like and I'm like. Like, I used to always just be like, yes, give it to me. Like, right. let me carry it. I love right. it. But then, like, I, same thing as you, like, I would eventually, like, get to a point where I'd be like, I can't move. Like, right. and I was doing the same thing, like, in college. Like, I would drink every time before my, like, stats class. Yeah. Like, Jack Daniels all by myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I hate Jack Daniels, but, like, I don't know. I just... Like, oh, Jack is know. my baby. Me no. and my friend Amy, we always drink a Jack sack before no. we go. <laughs> I'm a tequila girl. Oh no! See, that's how I feel about Jack. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I would eventually hit a wall, and I'd be like, "I can't talk to you. Like, I need a break." Or I would be like, "Listen, this is how I've felt these whole past two years. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, here you go. Like, you can't be." And I love it. I am here for your problems. Mm-hmm. I will listen when I am in a right state of mind. Yeah. There are some times that I can't. Um, but it, the problem with her, and I've had this with other friends in the past, if you are, I'm giving you advice. You don't have to take my advice, mm-hmm. but do something. Yes. Stop I'm talking about the same fucking. And to that point, I was doing that to my friends mm-hmm. because she was doing it to me. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying, and that's why Amy was just like, you have to quit. And she did that back in May. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it until what? When did I quit? August-ish? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it became like, I'm projecting now. Mm-hmm. And like, it took me a little while to get in a, And like a lot of my friends kissing my ass and telling me that dog walking is a valid job (laughs) and it's not my career and like I'm doing so many other so I took like a lot of like building back up my self-confidence to now where I'm finally like the drinking now is just like the family bullshit that I can't handle. <laughs> like I have to see all these people all the time. Right. So like otherwise I'm in a very, like I haven't smoked pot in a while because mm-hmm. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I needed it. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally in like a super good headspace. But yeah, mm-hmm. I wrote her this huge letter. That's good. Cool. I dropped it off with the car seat on the front porch. I included a note at the end and I was like, if you feel so inclined to read this to Kayla, like I don't want her Aww. to feel like I'm abandoning her. Like... Was that that had to be like emotional? Oh my god, I cried so much. And that after that, my friends Laura and her boyfriend Dante, they they drove with me, which was super sweet because I like ninja'd in the dark and like because she lived in Yardley in this gorgeous huge Uh home, just the two of them. Fucking anyway, I ran all the way (laughs) up the driveway. I dropped it. I ran back to the car. We listened to like. Drake and Little Wayne oh. and all this like badass like fucking Cardi B on the way home. I love that. But I went back to the place I was dog sitting and I put on Frozen because that was the little girl's favorite oh. movie and I cried so hard. It's, it's and then hard. I was okay. Like it was a hard. I mean, it's still an uphill battle, but like I got this unpaid internship mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have been able to do, and like I got you know different opportunities, and I feel better about myself. So. I feel you on that. And yeah. I feel, like, it is, like, something that's really 
hard and like takes a while to actually like be like okay I'm I'm doing this like because so many people will tell you like do the practical thing like what are you doing like I had so many people like older people it's the, right. the older people. yeah my dad my dad is like you got to get a job for insurance I'm like but I have insurance yeah <laughs> and and that, I was like I don't need to be off my parents insurance until I'm 26 so come September I'm off, but so I was like, if I'm gonna do it, like right now is the time. I'm right. living in your house, right? Like, um, and then it kind of lights a fire under your ass to yes, motivate you. Exactly, and it's like you really—I don't know—it's weird. Like things start just like coming together, and I, I feel like you know a lot of times it takes longer to see the progress. Like it's not as like instant. Like no. you know. I'm not going to be making, like, 80K right now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, who knows if I ever will? Like, right, but, right, right. Um, you know, it's something that, like, builds through the years. And I saw, I think it was on, like, the Dro- Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. He was saying, like, uh, like 90, like, 8% or, or 97% of the people who are working for the top 3%, what was it? He said something like 93% of people work for the top 3% who didn't stop, like who didn't quit, like who didn't give up on themselves. Right, right. Didn't give up on like what they wanted to do and everything. Right. So something like that. So that's like my motto. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to keep keep going at it. Like, Don't settle. Yeah. 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 You know, it's not like the easiest route like right. I, I feel like a lot of times like my boyfriend he's like oh like why couldn't you why can't you just like do something more practical and like be making enough money so we can get out of your parents house and have a house like and I'm like dude I just like long term yeah exactly long term your relationship would suffer and like right now like he's been doing a job he hates for like three years mm-hmm. and like he suffers from it like and I'm like he will like say stuff like oh I wish I could do what you're doing I'm like you can right and he's like I can't I'm like all right whatever yeah it's that mental block but that's what I fell into yeah. for so fucking long and it's how hard. I ended up in the foreclosure industry yeah. like what it's hard Um, So we've kind of basically covered a lot of anxiety, Mm -hmm. but do you have anything else in particular that you wanted to talk? What makes you tick? (laughs) What freaks you out? Um, Let me think. I I definitely have a lot of anxiety. Oh, I have like a bit like big fears about like my parents like getting sick. Like Mm. they don't take good care of themselves. And my dad is like a ball of anxiety. Like he Are you the oldest? I am the oldest. How old are your parents? They are like fifty one and fifty two. Okay. But my sister, she is sixteen. We're like nine years apart. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, I'm not sure of the math right now. <laughs> but <laughs> um but yeah, so and my dad, he's like so, like he has such bad anxiety and I like that like mothering like comforting thing like I would do that for my whole family yeah. like my mom I just met all her co-workers today and like she was even saying it like my mom one time was saying she was like I think in a past life you you were my mom like that's so crazy right <laughs> it's like messed up like I'm like that's not but I'm also like I'm like that's not right but at least you're acknowledging that like I right. took care of all you guys like right. 
it's it's weird like like a lot of times I like I'm in a lot of ways the parent of the whole family but you know they financially like support shelter wise like they provide that for me but like mentally emotionally like health wise like I'm always trying to help them but my dad like he's so afraid of dying too and it's so crazy right yeah but like smokes eats drinks like Mm. eats fast food every day drinks alcohol every weekend like not physically fit in any kind of way not taking care of himself but such fears around like dying he'll have like panic attacks and stuff like that and so did he like lose somebody like he actually did he did wait to pick up on that Mm. and she actually died like right in front of him oh (laughs) yeah oh well that explains it yeah yeah he was like in his 20s and uh uh, she killed herself. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. But so, like, I'm, like, an empath, and, like... Right, I You're pick absorbing. up on that shit, and I'm, like... Like, I, I, like, carry their... I can kind of relate. My dad is not afraid of dying, mm-hmm. but he... Um, after my mom left, mm-hmm. he definitely takes care of my financial mm-hmm. things. I mean... You know, <laughs> he buys my food and uh-huh. shit like that. Let's he me live there you. Exactly. Same. But I'm always like, he's always like, well, you better pay rent. I'm like, bitch, I clean this fucking house. I cook you dinner. I filled the crock pot before yeah. I came here. So he would have food when we came home. Mm-hmm. I use, he goes and buys all this shit. He's like, you guys will eat it. You guys will eat it. And then I'm like, this expires tomorrow. So I guess we're having spinach. For like, <laughs> you know, like I make sure everything is used. I mm-hmm. fill the toilet paper rolls. Mm-hmm. Like I am the, the, I always say the matriarch in the family uh-huh. now. And it is like a lot of prep. And like, even just like my dad drinks a lot mm-hmm. and well, he's a fucking alcoholic. I mean, mm-hmm. Irish Catholic alcoholics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, and I, I told him like, a year and a half ago, I was like, you need to go to the doctor because you sleep on the couch. My dad does and too. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're going to get sleep apnea because mm-hmm. my, gran- my my mom's dad has it. One of his brother-in-laws died from it. Mm-hmm. So I have this weird fear of sleep apnea. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, you're going to die of sleep apnea. So he goes to the doctor to get checked out, which is good enough yeah. that he listened to me. I mean, it took three months of bitching at him, but he finally went and he's like, I'm good. I'm oh. like, why did that fucking doctor give you a clean bill of health, you fucking dick? Yes. Like, uh, so, but I, I get it. Like, the taking on the emotional things and then, like, mm-hmm. being empathetic, I get sucked into it. Like, he's like, you want a shot? And I'm like, no, not really, but sure. I want to make you happy. Like, yeah. you know, that's what I do. Like, I want everyone to be happy and feel good and harmonious. And it's yeah. like... Yeah, I'll drink with you because I know you'll be happy. Like, right. and that's that's that called enabling. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. No, I've stopped. It's so true. I've stopped. I come down on him really hard. The holiday is not so much because, like, it, I know it's hard for him without mm-hmm. my mom there. Aww. But like, Cody is the dickhead in that room, and my brother is like. Fuck you, alcoholic. Oh. And I'm like, dude, I gotta get, I got a dog gig. I gotta sweet, get out of here. <laughs> sweet little Cody. S- sweet? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? He's got like such a sweet side to he him. He's got a good heart um, and a lot of repressed emotions that yes. come out in very angry, mean ways. <laughs> 
He's but a big it's guy. the emotions of no, not knowing how to like cope with emotions. Yeah, like no one teaches you how yeah. to. That's what my lifelong goal is to do: is to like teach the whole world emotional coping skills. Yeah. I think that's something too that with our childhood was like super not like because well we had the Irish Catholic father and mm-hmm. then we had who went to Catholic school mm-hmm. his whole life and then we had my mom who went to a private Christian school mm-hmm. for high school who was the conservative Republican mm-hmm. upper middle class mm-hmm. hoity toity we don't talk about real feelings. Mm-hmm thing Mm -hmm. like love but like this fake love Mm -hmm. thing so it was always like from my dad's side like children are to be seen and not heard and from my mom's side it was kind of like well just get over it Mm -hmm. just deal with it and move on and like it it caused a lot of repression issues for all Mm -hmm. three of us which Curtis got the tail end of it and I think was more able and I think being a product of divorce there was so much vulnerability going on Mm -hmm. that he was able to express himself a little more Mm -hmm. but I hear all the time my dad always talks about how the other side of the family doesn't like me because I'm so opinionated (laughs) and I'm like I'm not opinionated I'm expressive like just because I talk about Uh like sorry I'm not like my uncle Dennis, he said something like that that's about my dad's me. Name. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> he's he's so funny though. My uncle Dennis. My fa- my mom's side of the family is pretty expressive. Like they share their opinions, but they can also be like very judgmental and stuff. But yeah. in general, they're cool. But um, he said something. He was like saying that I'm controversial. And yes, I was like, yes. What? I get that a lot too. I am like because I, I always. Like, I'm really, I'm a people pleaser, but, like, I'll come in with, like, sage and, yeah. like, I'll bring my tarot cards. Like, like I won't talk about politics or anything. That's why I guess I don't think I'm controversial. Like, right. I won't talk about, like, the border or, like, anything yeah. that I know. But, um, and I'm even, I feel like I even, like, suppress, like, my, like, let's, does anyone want a card reading? Like, I'll only do that in, like, settings that I'm comfortable in. But right. he's... I don't know. That's so funny because to me, that's not controversial. That's just like hippy dippy. Yeah. So, <laughs> to which him, every millennial basically right, is. Right. But, um, and I think too, because my grandma like gets in fights with me on Facebook sometimes. <laughs> if you ever see, Car- shout out to Karen Pashulo. If you ever got in a fight with Karen Pashulo on my Facebook, that's my grandma. <laughs> like, <laughs> grandparents should not have Facebook. It's like crazy. <laughs> She's wild. She's so wild. One time, when so when Trump got elected as president, I was pretty depressed. Like, oh, I think a lot of us. And, he either were or he weren't, and I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> which is worse. And I, I got drunk, and I remember like riding the train home, and I was drunk, and I was writing on Facebook. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, <laughs> and I did this long post, and I was like. I don't hate you for being happy that Trump won. Like, I don't know who else. Yeah, whoever. I was like, talking to the general yeah, day. <laughs> I was like, but don't hate me for being sad. Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, you don't, like, I, I was like, I respect you guys for, I'm sure, like, whatever happened to you in your life that for you, he, he seems like the best answer. You support him. Like, whatever he brings to you, like, I don't hate you for that. I'm sure, like, However you were brought up, whatever happened to you in your life, like, 
whatever, you like him. But for me, like, I had some, like, serious sexual trauma and, like, crazy things, like, things that, like, happened to me from men that were, like, not cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, I felt like he just was, like, the poster child for that. Yeah, he represents a whole slew of people. Yeah. That- not to mention the fact that he's a fucking billionaire celebrity. Yes. So like, it's like, <laughs> how is this relatable how to is the American cr- people? Yes. On a lighter end of things. Yes. With all of the fucking grab by the pussy bullshit. Yeah. That like, so, oh, but didn't you know he's a Christian? He yeah. has Jesus into his heart over the summer before. Fucking bullshit. But anyway. like, what about like the priests in the Catholic Church? Like y'all, y'all wouldn't want him to be like. Right. Y'all wouldn't want one of them to be the president. Right. But. Um, so I was, like, that was probably the first time I ever, like, came out and was, and said, like, I was raped before, blah, 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 this happened. Like, I didn't get in detail, but, like, was vulnerable with it. Right. And, like, was, like, whatever comes back, I don't care. But my grandma, the only thing she had to say was, you could have reported it. Like, oh, right? My... I'm giving, like, chills right? of rage right now. Right? My mom... Not like, I'm sorry that happened to you. No. I know. But because she loves Trump, like... And so, we'll, like... get, And, and I'm always, like, okay, I, I hear you, Grandma. I hear what you're saying. That's not... She gets, like, feisty, like, on the on the book. Like, yeah. she'd really be fighting people on there, <laughs> like... <laughs> On my page, and I'll be like privately messaging people. I'm so sorry. That's my grandma. Like, oh my god. The the owner of um, the yoga studio, Open Center, yes. in Bristol, like went back and forth with my That's grandma so one time. Like <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah, I live for those things, but like I don't have anybody. I'm that person for people. I mm-hmm. think like I am the one, but only on like social rights issues, mm-hmm. like. My fucking Native American, why is the Nishamni fucking mascot, the 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 Redskins thing? Like, I will fight for that shit, Mm -hmm. because come on. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. Come the fuck on. You're going to argue with something that's like... Like, how does it affect you? Exactly. Like, Like, even if you think it's stupid and, like, it doesn't offend you, like... Like, why, why would it offend you for it to be changed? Like, That's what I'm saying. And, that, like, it doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. Like, I'm not out here. I didn't even go to Nishamini. I don't yeah. watch these fucking sport, like, sports. Uh-huh. I don't fucking watch sports. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't care. But I care about, like, the fact that this turns into mm-hmm. all of these other things. Mm-hmm. And, like, listen, I can take a joke and, like, mm-hmm. I understand that we're in this weird political climate where, like, people think you can't do comedy anymore yeah. because everything's so PC. Yes. <laughs> but it's not fucking political correctness mm-hmm. to um, treat others the way you want it to be treated. Mm-hmm. Like, you're making a mockery of people or just... It's so dehumanizing. Yeah. And not even that in particular. Just the things that I argue about are yeah. like, you can't fucking mm-hmm. treat people like that. How, yeah. do, how would you feel? Because treatment, like talking, turns into action mm-hmm. that all just transpires into like just regular fucking human decency. So, yeah. yeah, I'm the Facebook warrior for those things, but I live for pro-Trump people on Facebook. I know. I, I mean, stuff. I... I'm like, what the fuck? Right? I know. What? 
Because there are so many, like we talked about on last week's episode, like there are so many people in my circle that feel that way. Mm -hmm. I think they know better than to talk about (laughs) it around me, but like Uh with the conservatives, like I'm surrounded by a lot of them and Mm -hmm. like it is so difficult because you love these people. Like you obviously love your grandma, Mm -hmm. but like, but it really does, it creates like, because it's like, I have no issue with having disagreements with people like my friends will like make fun of me because like I'll have friends from like different backgrounds like I'll try to mesh them all together and it's kind of like oh yeah they don't always connect yeah (laughs) so like I have no issue with that like I always love like diverse people and hearing different ideas and why someone thinks the way they think right but not everyone else, like, they're not always okay with, like... How you... Yeah. Yes. Like, my grandma definitely gets really pissed off and offended. Like, I should be... Like, it does create, like, a, a weird tension. Like, I come into their house, and the first thing they say is, like, oh, like, little Miss Snowflake li- liberal. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm not... Whatever you think that is, that is not me. Right. Like, Like, I mean, I think, like, they will make fun of me for, like sharing things that are positive like legit I don't share political maybe every now and then but this stuff that they make fun of a lot of times is just like uplifting empowering and positive things so I saw this thing today oh that's cool I thank you it's a Capricorn I love it all my best friends are Kevin's a Capricorn my best friend Lauren's earth signs the connection um I reposted it but I don't feel oh, like no, a Virgo a lot of times. Okay, so I reposted this today, but it, um, and I need to remember it uh-huh. most of the time, but you glow differently when you're not hating, hurting, bitter, miserable, or messy. And like, I find myself sometimes judging, when I'm in a depressive state mm-hmm. mostly, judging people for being overly up- uplifting mm, or I'm like just mm-hmm. shut the fuck up yeah. like there's a real because you can't be overly mm-hmm. you know there's certain times when like reality is where it's not real it's right, not genuine right and that's not gonna solve your situation mm-hmm. whatever like it's more direct advice than general because I mm-hmm. love all the inspirational mm-hmm. stuff that you post because it is genuine yeah but there are some people that I know or follow I can't say no because like how much do you really know a person mm-hmm. but like people that I associate with and they'll post this shit and I'm like dude and then I have to sit back and realize like that's why I reposted that because like when you're not hating on other people's joy mm-hmm. whether it's authentic or yeah, not authentic <laughs> you feel so much better about like I remember like two years ago or something I was like super fucking like um I do really well, like, under pressure mm-hmm. and, like, in tragedy and Me stuff. Me too. Yeah, like... But I, it, I get so much anxiety, like, anticipating it. Yeah. when it happens, like, I'm like... I thrive in Me, the chaos. Me yes, too. Yes, Lauren says I am chaos. Like, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm definitely chaos. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, like, took that and ran with that energy. And I was so fucking happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like... I'm, like... I'm hurting so bad, mm-hmm. but all I can be is happy. And I was so, like, live and let live. Mm-hmm. And then all of the shit, 
I think came out and then drudged on me and then the whole job working circumstance mm-hmm. was just like god awful and it just pummeled me into this like Again. depressive state where yeah. I was just like fuck you fuck your bullshit uh-huh. you're not happy because how could you be happy if I'm not happy uh-huh. like those kinds of attitudes uh-huh. but it's really true like if you just fuck the bullshit ignore it and then focus on the positive things but it's also like like what I found like a lot of this stuff I share is like about like not or at least I try to share is like the things that like hit me that help me mm-hmm. so it's like it's for a lot of times it's like about being okay with it like being yucky like yeah. and like being cuz like I always had trouble like being okay with feeling like unpleasant feelings like I was like probably like on the other side like oh my god Nicole like shut the fuck up like right why are you like so positive like but um it's more like for me like this stuff I try to share is like stuff that it like hits me I'm like ooh, yeah yeah like I need I need this it's like about like allowing yourself to just like go through, like, the waves of the emotions and, mm-hmm. like, let it come, let it go. Like, it's fluid. It won't be here forever. Right. Like, negative emotions, like, I don't even like to be, like, oh, like, they're negative. Like, they're they're unpleasant. Like, yeah. and it's okay. It's about learning how to feel them. Well, I heard a long time. Oh, not, I mean, I guess it's a long time ago now, um, but... Happy is not supposed to be a constant yeah, state. No. And once I, like, really process that, and, like, I have to remind myself a lot of it when I'm, like, bored or, like, emo or whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, if you're happy all the time, then you're not happy because what 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 you've reached the peak and you're mm-hmm. just going to stay there, it eventually wears off. Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be some sort of compromise in that so I try to remind myself when I'm down that like okay this means next time I'm doing something I really enjoy Mm -hmm. it's gonna feel that much better Mm -hmm. because I'll be able to look back on this and now this is not to diminish depression because that's a totally different ball game yes yeah but it's like like I had to learn how to like just instead of like I would try to distract myself Mm -hmm. like I would be down and I'd be like, Ooh, like, what's everyone doing tonight? What are you yes. doing tomorrow night? What are you doing the next? Like, I always needed to be, like, doing something to, like, get my mind off of it. And then it's, like, learning how to, like, in a healthy way, like, feel it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling something. I'm, I'm in a funk. And just, like, allow myself to, like, sit with myself and, like, like, honestly, like, a lot of times if I just sit with myself for a few minutes... I'm like, oh, like, that's what I'm feeling. That's why. And then, but, like, at the, you can't, like, run away from yourself. Like, you can't run away from, like, the years of shit that, like, you suppressed. Like, you know, we're we're ignoring and coping through distraction. Yes. Or whatever. So, like, it's like people will always, like, fight, flight, or freeze. Mm -hmm. So, um, like you could like try to fight your emotions, run away from them, like just be like frozen with them. Mm-hmm. And it's like eventually like you have to realize they're still living here in you. Yeah. And you have to just like 
you know, like I do, I go to Reiki, I go to therapy, I go to yoga, I paint, like, I'm like, I try to eat healthy. Yeah. Like, I'm that trying to too. do it all. Yeah, oh that can affect God. your mood so that much. That has helped me so much because I've been dieting. Like, even the holidays, I wasn't too bad because I'm not a big dessert person. I always mm-hmm. say, like, I'd eat double dinner before I would eat dessert. Oh, me too. Like, cheese and, like, I'm... Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything. Anything savory. Mm-hmm. Like, meats. give me all the meats. Mashed <laughs> potatoes, meat. Yes. Me too. Mac and cheese. Yes. Um, but I started the day after Christmas. I did I did have a little scoop of ice cream because mm. I was, like, starting all my moderation, period. moderation. Yeah. And I was like, we got to wean off of this craziness. But um, the day after, I've been doing a cleanse because my birthday is tomorrow and I have to get my license photo done. And oh. I'm like, my skin needs to be clear. Oh. We need to get rid of this little dollop real quick. Oh. So I'm like back on my bullshit. But I feel great. I'm it like, really, even on my period, like mm-hmm. yesterday I did not want to do anything, but I was like, I can sit in bed with the heating pad and fold my fucking laundry. Mm-hmm. And that is fine. Like, I know I'm in a little bit of pain, but mm-hmm. like, imagine if you had been like, Wine and cheese drunk from last night. Right. Like you would feel like complete shit. So uh-huh. like, yeah. It, diet for me is a huge, huge part of it. I can't eat like um, processed grains without feeling like a slug. Gross. Yeah. And it sucks because like I love pasta mm-hmm. and like who doesn't? I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of people do. I know, right? But <laughs> like even in moderation, like I just can't. Like I have to eat potatoes. Like mm-hmm. anything processed. It's like you're just wreaks havoc on my whole body. I think it causes a lot of inflammation. Do you have shoulder pains? All the time. Me too. I have terrible back pain. Do you ever go to Reiki? I did one time. One time. With who and where? Well, you don't have to. No. But how I, was it? Well, so I live right behind the Bristol. I guess they consider it Bristol, but it's not Bristol. Um Stu- or do they consider it Langhorn Studio of Prancing Peacock? Okay, I was going to guess that one. Yeah. I and don't know what it's considered. I just hear of it. Yeah. Um, me and my former co-worker went, and they were like, we can feel your... And I'm like, well, no shit. I am like an emotional goddamn train wreck. But when I left, I was like... You feel a lot better. Yeah, I felt amazing. My only problem, and this is such a flaw, and I, like, hate it about myself, but, like, I I really want to go to yoga because when I was in college at the fitness center, they always had yoga. Mm -hmm. And I would go every Friday or whatever. And um, Pilates, too. I love Mm. Pilates. Uh, But I don't like to pay for exercise hence being a dog walker no no so like I hate like I somebody was it you somebody posted something about five dollar donation for yoga oh yeah I probably share that yeah like I will go to that five dollars yeah. fine no same that's why but like Reiki that I've looked into is like pretty I got you gotta you. hook up so Laurieanne at uh, open center yoga she does donations Dope. but I I'm still down. I still I'll like give her 10, 10, 15 bucks. Yeah. But like some of the shit that parents It's like Peacock, $80. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, $80? That's like a. <laughs> yeah. Right. A whole night out. Right? <laughs> Which I know. Is my priorities. Though. Exactly. Stop. Stop. I know. When you, when you like look at like, I'll easily spend like $80 like at a bar yeah. or at a restaurant. But then it's I'm like. I'm pretty good at like capping at 30. Mm-hmm. But. The I pack, am now. Now that I have a different job. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that, like, being broke, I appreciate, like... Right? But I do 
prefer to not, because I have this real fucking problem with friends that are like, I'm broke, sorry, I can't go out. Mm. I'm like, don't drink. Just yeah, come hang. I don't have like, that. I have an issue with, like, the people that, like, turn down social activities because, like, you always say you want to be friends, and this is where we get the most of our friends mm-hmm. together out in public. And, mm-hmm. like, I fucking hate when people tell me that. So I prioritize those because I was that person mm-hmm. for, like, three years, mm-hmm. and I actually made more money than I do now. So mm-hmm. it sucks that it's that, like, that's my priority, but... I am good at setting a cap, and then that helps me not, like, over-drink when I'm out, Mm -hmm. and, like, you know. It's just, like, fulfilling a different need, though. Right. Like, it's a socializing thing, but... But I've tried to do yoga on my laptop, and there's something about doing it alone where I'm, like, I'm thinking about so many other things, I can't, I can't do it. And, like, I, like, when they're, like, telling me, like, they'll come around and be, like, here, like, they'll do, like, little adjustments. I'm, like... And you're in a place usually with mirrors, so Mm -hmm. you can see what you look like in comparison to Mm -hmm. the instructor, because when I do it by myself, I'm, like, I can only see the top half of my body in this mirror. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if I look like a wet noodle Uh or, like, what? Well, they don't have a mirror at the Bristol one, but she's, like, she's so cool. Um, I highly recommend it. But same thing. She was like, like I have a lot of shoulder pain. She picked up that I carry anxiety for my dad. Mm-hmm. like, And like she was like, this whole area, like you need to yeah. <laughs> work on that. Yeah, let me know. I'd love to go to Reiki. Yeah, so she, I think, so you have to hit her up. It's, um, she has like certain hours that it's like open studio. You could do private classes there too, but it's like, she said the minimum is like seventy dollars, which honestly, for like private lessons at other places, it's way more money. Yeah, but um, I think it's on like Tuesdays or Thursdays. She she has like you you just tell her like I want to come in. Yeah, and you do donations. I'll send you her info. Sweet. So, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get to culture? Oh my gosh. I forgot about culture. Yeah, I have um, a lot this week. I'm excited. We're oh, gonna, it's only gonna, an hour, right? Is that what that says? It's an hour and ten minutes, oh, which good. is good. Yeah, we're good on time. Um, astrology a little more. Yeah. So, because you know, you know astrology a little bit. A little I'm, bit. I so my study of astrology <laughs> is based on reading. I have two apps: the CoStar app and oh, the Patterns. The Patterns app. Mm-hmm. Then I do um, every morning for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's like some, like if I'm on vacation, like I don't fucking care. <laughs> but like if I have stuff to do, like day, regular every day, I will wake up and Google Capricorn Daily Horoscope and I read from like 11 different sites, I think. Wow. Yeah, because they're That's all cool. a little bit different. Um, but I like their specific. Speci- speci- <laughs> I'm the worst person to be on the other end of this. My friend Lauren, she's always specificity. Something like you like, I like the specific nicks. <laughs> specific nicks. Specific specifics. Look, I like how specific mm-hmm. they are um, with like you know little examples of mm-hmm. things because that I'm like a very visual person so like when you put it in more concrete mm-hmm. because the patterns and co-star app are more like you're feeling this way blah 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 and I'm yeah. like okay give me an example like I need examples so I read all of those and compare them um 
And then my other, so that's for me. Mm-hmm. But then my other aspect of it is just studying the people around me. So mm-hmm. that's why I try to ask people oh. what their sign is. So like I read my compatibility with other people, and then I I take in like some media to do with other signs. Like I mm-hmm. have that book, Linda Goodman's Sun Signs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I too have a shit memory, not mm-hmm. due to concussions. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my problem is, but could I think anxiety. I, it could be anxiety. <laughs> it could be like this repressive nature that I have. Mm-hmm. I think I'll have Alzheimer's someday. Me too. Like I unfortunately think that's that how gives it's me anxiety. Thinking oh, of it, I know. Especially, like, when I was working in the field. Yeah, because you're seeing it. Yeah. But I think um, I mostly get it from relating people in my life. So mm-hmm. I try to remember every... I'm really bad with birthdays, but if mm-hmm. I can at least remember your sign, I'll know when it's coming up. Mm-hmm. So I think that's helped me a little bit. But, that's yeah, nice. so I try to compare the people around me to get, like, gather their mm-hmm. traits. And then if I have something, like, interesting that I'm curious about, I'll Google, mm-hmm. you know... So, like, if I, so I, my moon sign is Sagittarius. So is mine. Uh-huh. And then my rising is Libra. Uh-huh. I don't feel like I identify with, like, Virgo, like, really, except for, I never knew that, like, nurturing aspect. I could see it now. But, yeah. Because um, I always hear, like, they're, like, neat freaks, organized, like, need to control, like, I think you're a little bit of a perfectionist, inwardly. I, I think I, yeah, probably, like, when I had to get a concussion for a headball. Yeah, so, right, but, right. Like, the appearance of yeah. how you're presenting yourself. Yeah. But I always, I like, from what I read from Sagittarius, like, I feel like, I'm like, oh, like, they really like learning and, like, um, well, maybe I, I only read it on CoStar about, like, what. So your moon is what you feel most like. Oh, okay, so then it would make sense. Right. And I would feel most like my moon. Your rising is what you're presenting to the world. So that's okay. how people are seeing you as more of a Libra. Oh. Um, I could but see. I relate to being a moon and Sag. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the like the sociable one, mm-hmm. the quick to argue. Mm-hmm. But I'm really not. Yeah, know. I'm not quick to argue. Yeah. But, okay. I just wanted to know about that. Yeah. And I'm not... Listen, listeners, I am not by any fucking means, I'm not even going to say an expert, like, I'm not even learned on this subject. I'm, like, always working Mm -hmm. on it. I just think it's a very good, my friend Sam always likes to argue with me about it, like, bullshit, it's bullshit, and I'm like, that's fine, you can take that. There's so many things that are bullshit that, does he watch, like, sports, or, like, does he? Yeah. So, like, people, like, treat sports... He's super sports into like politics. So, like, and I'm they, like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no. They treat, like, whatever, like, floats your boat. And he listens. I'm not coming at you, Sam. I love you. Well, it's okay. He's going to be on it in a couple weeks. Oh. Um, but I know it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, I don't let my life mm-hmm. be ruled by it. And it's just, like, an interesting case study for me mm-hmm. to, like... When I worked at the foreclosure place with my friend... Um, Amy, she would, she and I would be like, hmm, what's their sign? It's a way of, like you said, like, why are people the way they are? Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to ask you about how you were raised or, like, tragedies or yeah. abuse or, yeah. you know, what your life was like. But mm-hmm. if I can know your sign, maybe I'll know, like, why you react certain mm-hmm. ways. And it helps me relate better to people. And it I always say... like organize it yeah compartmentalize and Mm -hmm. like treat people better even Mm -hmm. if like 
you know, it's a reason That's to. That's actually, like, pretty cool. To Like, I never thought of, like, I'm always just thinking about myself. I'm like, yeah, like, my, my like, horoscope today. Yeah. But to kind of, like, it helps, like, paint a full picture right. of people more rather than just, like, I don't know, looking at their behaviors and being like, you piece of shit, you're so annoying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You read their... their uh, sign and it's like okay like they're a person and right and if I'm not getting along with somebody mm-hmm. like I'll look at all my relationships with that people so, of the same signs uh-huh. and like am I getting along with this person like how mm-hmm. am I excuse me because I said on like a couple episodes ago that I wasn't really getting along with the Sagittarius because mm-hmm. me and my brother were kind of mm-hmm. like, mm, a little distant mm-hmm. me and my friend were not really seeing eye to eye on mm-hmm. things and I was like okay there just must be something in the planets I'll chalk it up to that I'm not going to be mad at these people and cut mm-hmm. them off like distance is what I'm going to do for them mm-hmm. right now who am I getting along with who am I gonna mm. you know mesh cool. well with yeah it's helped me in a lot of ways it's also given me something to focus on that isn't like um anxiety inducing uh-huh. like career or uh-huh. like pre- outside pressures so I like it for that in and of itself but um it's not the end all be all mm-hmm. it's something but it, that, I still feel like how can you like we're part of the universe like right how can it not just like I mean like the people over like that live here and everything even though like we're not like directly talking to people like we all have like impacts on each other and it's fucking energy yes exactly and i always say dude the moon controls the fucking tides yeah we're made up of how much water 75 percent or something Mm -hmm. like there has to be some Mm -hmm. sort of if you believe in energy you have to believe planetary pull Uh you have to believe that that has some fucking impact on right so and like speaking of which ironically like being in the city is anxiety inducing for me. Which, by the way, we didn't tell you where we are. We are in a penthouse apartment <laughs> in Center City. This gorgeous fucking view of West Philadelphia. You can see the Schuylkill, right? Yeah, I think that's and the Schuylkill. The art museum. Yeah, you can see that. I was checking that out. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it. This is a fucking dope situation. This is our first like Center City, Philadelphia. But all the others have been like, you know. On the river or outskirts, mm-hmm. but we are in the heart of it, y'all. We are. Hashtag Philadelphia. <laughs> so being in the city freaks you out. Didn't you go does. to Temple? I did. <laughs> I know, but I think like once I got out, coming back, I'm like, Ooh, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't know. A few months ago, I rode the subway with my friend Lauren and my friend Logan, and like, it just makes me sad I think because I was working where I was working too like I did not have like a a high like emotional tolerance for sadness at that point like just like the homeless people and like people just like you know they just look angry and sad a lot of times it's like so much suffering yeah no tree. I think it's probably because there's no trees. No nature. We need nature. Yeah. Everyone needs to connect with nature more. That's why if I ever moved down here, I would have to live by the river. Same. Same. But I also have this really weird, irrational feel. I don't know if it's irrational, but I, I remember talking about <laughs> therapy when, when I went with my ex, how I have this weird... <laughs> 
thing about needing to live by the water. Like, I have to live uh-huh. by, like, and I don't know if it's, like, this fear of, like, nuclear war where, like, I you need to be by the ocean to, yeah. Get, yeah, to get the fuck out of there. Or there's something, so I've always loved the beach. Like, I have this, I would, I, Cape May is the mm-hmm. ideal. Like, if I could become, like, a billionaire and just move to Cape May, like, I would fucking, I'd love to travel, but, like, home base, mm-hmm. I'd want to be by some body of water. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Me too. And the therapist just kind of like was. Like, I went like a creek oh, okay. though, but but I like I like <laughs> that idea. Cool, but, but you can't. But I like thinking about the nuclear war. Yeah. Because I do think about like I think that's why I get stressed being in a city. I'm like, oh well, if I'm here, I'm fucked. Yes. Like there is no getting out of here. Like, yeah. Um, but I mean. I get it, but I love the city. I could not do it forever. I want to move down here, like, when I move out of my dad's house, like, job willing, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, it would never be permanent for mm-hmm. me if yeah, I, I wanted to, like, raise a family. Northeast is nice because you have a yard. I just want to be in, like, I want to be in the trees. Yeah. Straight up well, in my, the trees. Where my aunt lives, she lives right behind uh, a creek. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if you know where Baldy Middle School is. Mm-mm. But it's, like... Suburban enough that it's like, like you you have things that you can like do right. Like, but she has a huge backyard and I like lots of trees. Piss like a racehorse. Okay. If you saw me like dancing for the yeah, that's was, something I do. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm it's like okay. a five year old. I should just be like, no, you're fine. We'll take. Me, I gotta pee. Oh, let's take a break. All right, we're back from our pee break. Break. <laughs> um. So. You have you been watching anything, listening to anything? Um, I just finished Mandalorian. Oh, you're a Baby Yoda fan. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I haven't watched it. My brother and dad have oh, been watching it, but when you watch it, I think you'll love it. Baby Yoda, like, I'm just so sad that he's not like a real living thing. Like, I can't have my own pet, Baby Yoda. Like, <laughs> I love him so much. So I like the OG Star Wars, like the Carrie Fisher is mm-hmm. like Star Wars. I, the last one I watched was um, Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just now. You haven't watched the new now I can't trilogy. So I have no interest. I don't think I'll ever watch it. Like if some, not if even I Mandalorian. Ever, no. But like the man, you just don't. You're like anti new no, Star Wars. No, not anti. I'm just like not interested. Oh, I think if I got into a relationship with someone that was like super passionate about uh-huh. it, like okay, fine, I'll watch it with you. But like I don't think that I will ever on my own volition. Like yeah. See, I wasn't like. I had no desire mm-hmm. to watch it, but Kevin was like, let's watch it. I'm yeah. like, all right. So I watched it with him. The first episode, I was like on my phone, like, I ain't watching this yeah. shit, really. <laughs> but then I saw Baby Yoda. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, wait, what? Like, And then after that, like the rest was history. Like When he gets on, like, I'll like convulse like I'm like <laughs> I'm like oh my god look he's here like, like, like especially when he uses the force oh my gosh and then he's so he, he uses the force and then he needs to like fall asleep afterwards it's oh. so cute he's so precious and it's like like really a story of like a dad and son yeah and like see I um tweeted this originally like Yoda has always been my favorite yes character. like mm-hmm. he is the shit Mm-hmm. Buck out of here with this baby Yoda oh, bullshit. It's like there's his, only one Yoda for me. Yeah, and it's the regular. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But like, that's not actually supposed to be Yoda. 
Okay. Like it's like, another creature. Yes, it's it's a creature that's like the same kind of creature as you. Like in the same species. Yeah. If yeah. You will. Because I forget exactly the timeline of it. It's I think it's after Yoda died. Uh-huh. It this this part, I, I believe. Didn't know Yoda died. Oh yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. He's not dead. He just transformed. Oh, okay. You know, luminous okay. beings. Yeah, like, I don't you're, know. I know. I it's know. okay. <laughs> but I just mean, like, his body died. Gotcha. Just to make, put a positive spin on it. Oh, I don't care. I'm not. Yeah, true. Sorry, that positivity shit I'm doing. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I appreciate it. Um, Let's cry about it. Yeah. Anything so, else? Other than um, well, I saw the new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Everybody's been going. And yeah. I'm, my friend Steven and Kenny, they were like, you want to come? I'm like, fuck no. Mm. I'm not spending my holiday gift cards on that shit. Like, I got other movies I, I want to see. I saw it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took my dad and his friend, and Kevin went too. We, we did that for their Christmas present. And then Kevin's family, his brother got it. For like, Kevin's one of five boys, mm-hmm. but the one brother isn't whatever. Anyways, so the the his brother got tickets for everyone to see Star Wars. So that's awesome. So I saw it twice. But um, besides that, I've been just watching um, some like Joe Rogan podcast on YouTube and. Everybody talks about that so frequently culturally that I think I'm going to have to pick it up. Yeah, I sent you, I think I sent mm-hmm. you on Facebook a, a video about that from him. He talks a lot about like shrooms and like, yeah, like very like woke things. Yeah. Um, I've seen clips of stuff he's done like on the internet mm-hmm. and like, I know he was like the OG pot spokesperson. Yeah. And, like, but. Stuff. I really liked um, his episode with Little Duval. Do you know who he is? He sang he sang the song "Smile, Bitch, Smile." Bitch. Do you know what, that one? Maybe I don't know. my best life. No, I don't know. It's okay, but probably heard it out at the club and jammed to it. Probably but. it was like <laughs> I think that was like 2017 mm. or 2018, actually summer. But um, yeah. I really don't watch that much TV. Um, I deleted my like Instagram app. Yeah, I know. I was messaging you. <laughs> I know. I feel. I felt really bad. No, it's fine. Um, but I was just like, "Fuck, she must be in a really bad place." <laughs> no. And then I like crap, and I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm gonna go Facebook." Manager. Yeah. Yeah, I um, cause I just like. Especially, like, leaving my my job, like, and trying to do stuff that I really want to do, I was like, I need to stop wasting my time on, yeah. on stuff that's not productive. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like I'm in a recovery phase right yeah, now. I guess, so, yeah. like, I still am, like, resting and regaining my strength in a lot of ways. I get yeah. But I was like, all right, let's... Let's step away. Let's add apps that are productive. So, mm-hmm. like, I've got, like, these brain game apps. So. Yeah. See, I've been, like, with the whole 
um, dog thing. This has probably been since, like, I quit my personal mm-hmm. assistant job. Um, I have to be on my phone all the time because I yeah. have to text pictures. I have mm-hmm. to respond to clients. I have to maintain mm-hmm. the app that I get new clients from. Mm-hmm. So I have been, like, inundated to the point where, like, I have times where, like, it's usually between times. Like, if I'm waiting for something mm-hmm. or, like, I'll get on the apps. Yeah. But other than that, I've been leaving my phone, like, on the charger in the other room because, yep. like, I just don't want to. So. I mean, I have to. Like, yeah. I I was doing that for a while. Like, for me, I always have to find, like, new ways to do the same thing. Right, right, right. Like, so I was, like, coming home, and I put my phone on the charger and, like, leave it in the room, and I would clean. I was, like, being in, a, like, an overly productive, mm-hmm. like, state, but then that wasn't working for me anymore. Yeah. So... Now I'm I'm trying, trying that. So um, I just don't want it. Yeah, which is I think in uh, the healthiest place that I've ever been. Like I don't want to. Yeah, and like especially with the holidays, we had friends home, and then like I went over my family's house, and like I didn't look at my phone. Like I didn't feel the, mm-hmm. which is great. That means like I'm living in the present. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need it. So like I'm I've been in a very good. Also, I think with editing the podcast, I'm sitting in front of the computer for yeah. how many hours. You're like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I do, like, follow me or, like, have my phone follow me around for is, like, while I'm doing an activity listening to podcasts mm-hmm. because I can't, like, just, I will k- kill myself if I listen to myself in my head. Not literally. I shouldn't use If you're just lately, talking like, to, yeah. I will drive myself mm-hmm. fucking crazy mm-hmm. if I'm just, like, by myself doing these activities. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the only... Like, walking dogs, I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, like, driving, I listen to music. But other yeah. than that, I haven't felt the compulsion to be on the apps. Other than to, like, keep up with my like ratio. Like, I gotta like people's shit. <laughs> and, like, make them feel good about themselves. And then, I love like, that. once I'm done, I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm done. Yeah. Because it's, like, hard. Like, social media in a lot of ways can, like, help people like us, like you know, help form a career or whatever. And connect, so, to Yeah, networking. exactly. So it's like, I was just like, during the holiday, I like, maybe because I knew I was going to like overindulge in alcohol, I needed like one, <laughs> I needed only one like unhealthy. <laughs> right, right. But, um, but I just felt like I was like on, I, like a cleanse, a reboot. Yes. I was like, I was like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm Let's take a little break. Yeah, I feel yeah. Well, if you want some recommendations, yeah, give it to me. Um, I've been watching Rick and Morty season four. Mm. Which listeners, if you don't know Rick and Morty, like, do you live <laughs> under a fucking rock or do you watch Rick and Morty? I don't know who that is. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I just did a. Let me show you my Rick glass. Or is it Morty? No, it was. Rick. Oh shit, that's embarrassing. No, who cares? I watch it sometimes. The old man. Yeah, Grandpa Rick. That's Rick. Rick. See, I just painted him. Oh, my God. I love it. That's so great. That's really good. Thank you. Very accurate. Thanks. Um, So, yeah, that's always a good one. Um, Not going to describe it because probably everybody knows what it is. (laughs) It does make you laugh. Laugh. Like, whenever I see it. I don't like... Like, the only thing I was regularly watching was uh, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was dog sitting and couldn't walk. So, I mean, I could have walked. I did take walks by myself, but I wasn't mm-hmm. going to leave the dogs there for too long. 
Um, so I binged so many shows. <laughs> so don't judge me. I was knitting and shit. <laughs> um, the other two on Comedy Central, it's like this kid who's like um, like a Justin Bieber-esque, mm. and he's got two older siblings, mm-hmm. and Molly Shannon plays their mother, um, and he like rises to the top super quick, and... Like becomes super famous. Yeah, and his brother's like trying to become an actor, mm-hmm. and his sister was like a former ballet dancer, but quit, and then she like gets fired from a job, and it's just like how he overshadows, but then mm. builds them up. It's a fucking... Aww. It's phenomenal. It's, it's What's hilarious. It the other two... Um, I watched Fleabag, finally. I've heard of that. Everybody has been telling me that I would love it. And of Mm. course I did. Like, Mm. it was amazing. Um, She does, like, a lot of breaking the fourth wall type things. No, it's fine. Um, She, like, is just a shit show in London. And Mm. it's, like, very applicable to anybody. Breaking the fourth wall? I don't think I ever... So it's like um, they call it's like a theater term ish. Oh. So like you know a play is taking place in the space of the play, but uh-huh. an actor will turn to the audience and acknowledge oh, the audience. Okay, so she turns to the audience. Yeah, she'll gotcha. turn to the camera and like say like little quips. And I oh, love. So the you Brits. feel like you're a part of yes. it. Yes, and then somebody like uh, never mind. I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh, um, Fleabag. Fleabag. Do you like South Park? Mm. If I'm in a mood. Mm-hmm. And some of the episodes are just, like, a little too outrageous and raunchy and yeah. disgusting for me. But mm-hmm. some of the social commentary on that right. is, like... Like, I never thought I liked it until, like, I watched it, like, every time it had a new episode. And it yeah. was, like... Applicable to society. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is funny. Like, they're making fun of what just happened. Newer South Park, I like. Mm-hmm. But... I have to be I'm so moody with things that's okay like, people are like watch Fleabag watch Fleabag and I'm like I'll get to it uh-huh. and then of course I know I'm gonna love it but I have to be like in that mood where I don't feel guilty about watching so much TV mm-hmm. so like when I'm dog sitting it's worth it because I'm working I'm getting mm-hmm. paid to watch this I like the way yeah um Michelle Wolf. do you know who Michelle Wolf is curly red hair she's a really like ah voice she's amazing no. She did um, the President's Correspondent Dinner a couple years ago, and, like, they fucking flamed her for it, but she is a fucking awesome feminist. What is her name? Jenny Michelle Wolf. I was thinking of Jenny Slate. Did you watch her thing? No. I like that one. I need to. Wolf. I forget the first name again. Michelle. Michelle. Um, She had a Netflix special. I think it's called Joke Show. But it is amazing. She's so cute. She is so cute. I love her. Um, She's familiar looking, but I I wouldn't know like what she had a talk show on Netflix. She's fucking hysterical, dude. But I have to watch her. She talks about abortion and periods and like racism, all these taboo Mm -hmm. topics. And I just like some of the jokes. I was just like, you know, I don't relate to this, but you're still fucking Mm -hmm. on. Like I didn't make me hate her. Uh huh. Um. I'm sure it made a lot of people hate her, but it was fucking great. It was hysterical. And it's an hour long, so I mean. Also on Netflix, I think. I see. I, well, right now I have to pay for my Netflix thing. My credit card number got stolen because this is why I hate the city. Because one of the things is I'm, like, too naive. So... Well, us suburban kids yeah, are like looking at the Yeah, they knew. They saw the me and they were like, 
oh, I'm going to get her. Yeah. So this, like, 12-year-old boy, I'm, I'm pumping my gas at, like, night. I left my friend's house in West Philly, and I'm pumping my gas, and he comes up, and he's like, oh, like, let me pump it for you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, my God, you're like, wild. Well, I like, would never. He was, like, 12. Like, and I was like, well, he kind of, like, pushed himself to do it. Like, he just, like, went up and was like, I'll pump your gas for you. And I was like, oh, look at him trying to make some money. Like, he could be selling drugs, and he is sitting here at this gas station <laughs> trying trying to make some money <laughs> in the right way. <laughs> and so oh, I was so proud of him that I gave him a tip. And then next thing I know, I start trying to talk to him. I'm like, so, like, do you live around here? Like, try to be nice to him, like, because I'm so proud of him for not selling drugs. He's like, no. And he walks away. And I was like, oh, what did I do wrong? Like, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't talk to him. Like, he, what? I just got, he just took my tip money. So, right then, a car drives up right in front of me and I'm like oh fuck like I'm gonna die yeah. like this was this is what it was all about and he rolls down his window and he like yells to me and I like don't know what he said because I'm like pissing myself and I'm like sorry what and he's like don't ever let anyone do that again that's how they steal your credit card number so I guess it they might have had like one of the things on the machine like I did turn my back to him for a second so like he could have pulled the thing yeah out. no fucking I, way yeah because I already like paid for it right and then after that like my card was compromised so right now I have to I have to Tell so Netflix my new card. Cancel it, or did I it? didn't know? Well, I was like, let me just play this out. Yeah, like because like, I don't the like to. Of the doubt. I don't like to get a new credit card if I don't have to. Same, I, it's I, a bitch. I hate changing everything, and my credit card, it, like the bank, will tell me if someone compromised it, right. or I'll find out eventually, <laughs> and they'll give me my money back. But so I found out they didn't. They might have called me, and I didn't answer because if random numbers call me, I tend to not answer. But I was trying to get some Jerome sausages. Have you ever had them? They're really good. I actually had to go next door to their to the chiropractor to get CBD cream. Oh. But no, I've never had that. They're really good, and they have like pizza sausage, like mm. different flavors. I'm like ordering a shit ton of sausage. Once again, I get played because I was like, I never ordered sausage for before, and I don't know how many pounds to get for this many people, and. Um, he was, he, I don't know what exactly he said, but he confused me, and I thought I was supposed to get, like, two pounds of sausage a person. Oh, my God. And I know, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everybody gets their own baby pig. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Or, like, one and a half pounds a person. But, so, I was, and I said, I repeated back to him, I was, like, a person? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, so oh I was God. like, I want a pound and a half of pizza sausage. I want, like, and I'm, like, going. And then I'm, like, looking at it. And I'm, like, hmm. Like, slowly, like, I start, like, decreasing the size. Yeah. Like, and I'm, like, 
this is like too much. And then I go to use my card and it's like decline. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I don't know what this is about. Yeah. How's this possible? Yeah. I was like, I know I got money in there. Like oh my God. sometimes I don't, but this time I know I do. Right. Like sometimes I'm like, hold on, let me transfer. <laughs> right. Same. But, I do that all the time. Yeah. But, um, I called them and they were like, oh, your uh, card was compromised and we mailed you out a new card. So then you got to fucking wait for the card to come in. Well, I just went to the bank, got cash to buy that, and mm. helped me save money because when I got cash, I'm like, I don't know, I did better. Yeah. I'm the, well, I put everything on my credit card, mm-hmm. but um, cool. but I have the Safe Arm credit card because it gives me points that I can mm. apply towards my insurance bill. So I put everything I possibly... My friends are like, I'll get it. I'll just... Like, I'll you can Venmo me. And I'm like, fuck no. You I Venmo me. Yeah. yeah, like, I need the points. Right? And you can help me pay off this month, and we'll worry about next month later. Like, right? <laughs> that's uh, enough money. I know. <laughs> this is and, supposed to be fun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the fun part. <laughs> I know, sorry. No, it's Culture. okay. That's the best story I've ever heard. Yeah, why did I I'm say sorry. that about... Because my... you cancel net or you have to re-up your Netflix. Oh, yes. But yeah. Netflix... See, like, I'm not, like... When Kevin and I were living in the apartment, we only had Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now I have Disney Plus. Okay. And, and Netflix... Well... I have to fix the fix Netflix it. situation. <laughs> See, I pay for Hulu. My dad pays for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and he works for Verizon. So oh, we get so everything. But I don't have anything in my um, bedroom. My dad pays for Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I have Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix mm-hmm. in my room. Um, then everything else. Like HBO, I get through my dad's cable, which yep. is dope. But everything else I watch on See, my parents TV. have Downstairs. cable, too. And yeah. So, on Netflix, there is a series called Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, it's fucked up, right? It's fucked up. I heard of that. It's about, like, an internet dude that, like, this whole online community hunts down Mm -hmm. and figures out because it's, like, all from different, like, I don't know if it's from different IP addresses. It starts with him killing cats, basically. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, this dude is going to do some other shit. But mm-hmm. the way it's told is amazing. It's, it's fucking great. Um, on Amazon Prime, I watched Britney Runs a Marathon. It's about this chick who's like a little overweight. Yeah, who's the, it's the girl from uh, Workaholics yes. in it, right? Yeah. I wanted to see that. So good. Yeah. I watched it. I was crying at the end. Aww. I was like, everybody has a little bit of Britney in them. Aww. And like, oh, it was amazing. And funny. Uh-huh. Um, and then what I've been listening to is Ariana Grande's 2015 Christmas album. Oh, <laughs> yes. Wait, like, uh, what's the one song? It's my favorite. Um... Santa's if he won't be here. Yeah. That one, that's, that's my favorite. Yeah. I don't know the words. I listened, I listened to, to like, it for like a week, but. I, I listened to that like Pandora radio station, like Santa Tell Me, Ariana yeah. Grande radio station on Pandora. So good. Um, and then the last thing is my friend went to a concert last night and he posted on Instagram and this is why it is amazing to have social media in a regard Mm -hmm. because he posted um, some footage from a concert he went to of this band called Rubble Bucket. Mm. Like rubble, like the street rubble Mm -hmm. and then bucket like things you pee into sometimes. Yeah, that's a good association <laughs> to put with a with bucket. It. Yeah. Sometimes you got to pee Not in a mopping, bucket. but we use buckets to pee in, yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, what do you use a bucket for to catch leaky ceiling water? Um, But they're very fun. They're like kind of punky, kind of like techno-y. Ooh. Um, But they play horns. Oh. So they got like trumpets and saxophones. See, that's the kind of stuff I like when it's like... Yeah. And live, they sounded way different than they do on Apple Music. But Mm. I've been really jamming to them today, so that's all I got. That, I mean, that's a lot, but... That is. I was, uh, I've been listening to, well, I always listen to Maggie Rogers. Do you listen to her? Um, no, but somebody told me that I would really, yeah, I think really you would, like her. I think you would like her. Um, I might have one song by her. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, and, like, I don't really, like, listen to country music. But I just found Casey Musgraves. Did you ever hear him? Musgraves. Yeah. Musgraves, however you say it. Yeah, but I'm very anti-country. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say I was anti. Like, I'm the only thing that I like don't listen to is like screamo. But mm. I'm not like like I don't have I don't listen to any other country music. But her, I liked her. Her like she has a song called Christmas Makes Me Cry. I listen to like country-ish Christmas stuff <laughs> because it's Christmas stuff, mm-hmm. and mostly it's making like makes me make fun of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, but that's fun. Yeah, I do sometimes. And then I always like to listen to like uh, Kendrick Lamar too. Oh, Kendrick, yeah. And I like him because like he uses like different types of instrument. Well, not that he does them, but yeah. Mixes his different producer. music and... I got his um, Black Panther album on vinyl for Christmas. What? And I am so hyped to bump that. Mm-hmm. Like, so excited. My friend also got me Mac Miller's Blue Side Park. Ooh. And I almost cried. And then she got me... Um, Karen Kilgariff of My Favorite Murder has an album that mm-hmm. I'm just like, so hyped on. All right, well, are you ready to say goodbye from the penthouse? I guess so. This has been fun. Yeah. What's your, where can we find you online? Uh, grandmother, mother. <laughs> I Willow. forgot when I said that. Willow. Like, with an I? <laughs> well, I had to correct my, I, like, I actually had to correct myself. Grandmother, Willow, 31. Awesome. Does that have a number? That maybe it doesn't. Sometimes it does. But, yeah. So, find me, find me, uh. Yeah, I'll tag her in the, at um, grandmother. In the notes of this episode, you can find her below. And again, oh, Uncle Candor. And I have an art one. Oh, yeah, 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 plug that. Honeybee Artistry. And I don't know yes. if there's a number. It might be 31. <laughs> we'll tag them both. Yeah. Um, I'm Casquita on Instagram and Cynical Candor on everything else. Message me. Holla at your girl. I'm single. No. <laughs> don't. Don't please call me. Okay. Well, say bye, Grandmother Willow. Goodbye.